Hi, baby. Hi, babies. We're recording again. We're recording again. We're recording again. We're doing it again. We're having another podcast session. Yeah, we are. I love sitting across from you and looking at you and watching you smile and have energy and you think talk people, dirty. Do you think people are going to think that every time we do a podcast, we've had sex? Let them think that. What's wrong with them thinking that? What if it's we're gonna, true? Well, we're going to have sex after this. Before, after, during, doesn't really matter. Just as long as we're having sex. Yeah. Well, they're going to think we're all about the sex. But we're really not. There's so much more to it, right? I I will say, though, that doing this podcast is definitely flirty and fun and has awakened things. It's aroused. (laughs) It's aroused. It's aroused. And no, I cannot stand up right now. Well, you know, it has put some spice back into our life. It you know, not has. that we were lacking spice, but Mm-mm. we definitely found a way to stay connected. I think when you create together, there's definitely like an endorphin, adrenaline, I don't know, whatever it is. There's definitely that rush when you create together. Yeah. And you accomplish something together and you feel like you've accomplished something together. It's like, well, let's go have sex. <laughs> And he says it just like that. <laughs> Let's go have sex. <laughs> we are so opposite. Uh, it, yet, and a lot of things we are. Yet we are so alike in so many. Yeah, we instances. are severely attracted to each other. Can that be a thing? Severely attracted? Severe. Yeah. Severely intensely. attracted. Intensely. That's better. We're intensely, intensely attracted. attracted to each other. Yet we do have a lot of things that we are opposite on. Well, I remember when we were on Bumble, before we met, I made a point to tell myself, don't, you know, don't get hung up on what you used to date or what you think you want. Go for the opposite because what I was looking for wasn't working. (laughs) It really wasn't working. I couldn't find what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I think the universe had a different idea in mind for me and as long as I stuck to hair color or the height or the activity or what they did for a living or how many interests we had in common, just nothing worked. So I said, okay, I want a... You want a nerd to bang. I get it. I'm I, the nerd. I never banged a nerd before. <laughs> See? <laughs> it, was, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Well, I thought a nerd would really either... <laughs> it would be over quick... Well, there's truth to that. (laughs) (laughs) But that was okay. We both finished fast. But it would be over quick or he would have to give me instructions on how to do it. Like he would have to tell me. Yeah, you don't want to go to class. You have to do this and then you put it in here and then you go like this and that's just not going to work for me. Tab A goes into slot B. Right. Then you're happy. Then you're happy. Right. So, but I mean, you were, you were very much opposite from everything I had had before in the past. <laughs> Everyone you had had? Every, yeah. <laughs> Especially from the one that I was with for so long. I mean, 20 years, yeah. you get kind of in that groove where you're like, oh, this sucks. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go the next 20 years of my life like this. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I really craved something different there was something inside me that wanted something new and something genuine and well there wasn't something inside you that's why you wanted (laughs) (laughs) yeah well maybe that's true but (laughs) but going back to our bumble you were on bumble for how many years five years five years and you started by 
swiping on the guys that you kind of always had dated in mm-hmm. the past mm-hmm. and how'd that work out for you not so hot <laughs> it was it was a rough ride i mean <laughs> wait i thought that's what you didn't want <laughs> yeah no i wasn't that promiscuous no wasn't that promiscuous but you didn't say they were rough rides so that's something right well it would being on bumble for that long was a rough ride Mm-hmm. It was incredibly frustrating. Mm-hmm. I had to battle my insecurities about rejection and about what am I going to do? Like, what if I don't find somebody? What mm-hmm. if I go the rest of my life and I don't find anybody? Mm-hmm. You know, is something wrong with me? So towards the end, then you said, I need to swipe on somebody different. No, towards the end, I said, fuck that. I don't need <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm good. I've got big Dave. I'm all right. <laughs> but then there was that part of me that wanted the companionship and the love and the support of being in a relationship. And quite honestly, I wanted somebody to share my life with. And there you were. And there I was. There you were. Once you swiped on somebody different. Once I, well, your smile caught my eye. Okay. And then after I swiped on you, I looked at your profile and I thought, oh my gosh, how's this going to work? Like he's a vegan. Vegan, check. He's a tech guy. Tech guy, nerd, check. You were not geographically ideal at all. I was all. not geographically available, check. And what was the other thing? Atheist. Oh, you were atheist. That was a big one. Still yeah. am. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> you, but, even though your family's trying, <laughs> still am. They're trying. But yeah, I mean, you you definitely had room for me to grow. It was taking me outside of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of important to keep in mind when you're mm-hmm. online dating or you're looking at somebody that doesn't check all those boxes initially. To, to keep an open mind. Yeah, and an open heart. Even better. Like, who the hell are you to be checking boxes, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, what are they thinking about you? And that was an eye-opener for me. I never thought about it from the perspective of the other person. Mm-hmm. Well, think about the historical way of dating, too. You met somebody somewhere, a bar, church, wherever. You only know their name and a little bit of information about them before you go on a date, right? Mm-hmm. And it's out on that date, maybe the first date two or three, that you actually find out about them as far as, you know, the vegan atheist, where they live, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But by that third date, you may have started to like them. So you're more than willing to overlook that kind of stuff because you've already started to develop feelings and stuff. Dating apps sort of invert that. You find all that stuff about them at first, but you don't get the chance to know them yet. So you're looking at all that stuff going, oh, I don't know about this. But had it happened the other way, that might have been your soulmate. Well, I think it's interesting because looking back at it now, online dating seems a lot more logical and safe. Mm-hmm. And less creepy. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. when I think about being at the grocery store and having some guy pick me up in the produce aisle, it's like, how long have you been watching me? Like, where did you come Waving from? Waving that eggplant at you. Right. You know, just stroking a carrot over here. I don't know. But it's it, it, that's a little creepy. You know, somebody's watching you and they've got to come over and... The little petite baby carrots or the... <laughs> no, the big hunking ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> But it, it, it was kind of strange because you're just going up to somebody you don't know. Mm-hmm. You have to make them feel comfortable having a conversation with a stranger. Mm-hmm. And then for the person that's doing the inquiring, they have mm-hmm. to come out and ask you, hey, would you like to maybe give me your number? We can meet up for a date sometime or have some coffee. Mm-hmm. Instant rejection. Whereas yeah. online, you can mm-hmm. go, I'll get back to him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's take those points one at a time and then talk about sort of how we overcame them or or 
not even overcame them really, but learned to integrate those things into our life. And right? work through them. And work through them. So let's start with with veganism. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and proselytize veganism. I am not that kind of vegan. But we're going to talk about it from a framework of she's not, I am. How did we integrate that into our lives? We started dating. I think you asked me about it like the first date. Well, we were almost forced to talk about it on the first date because I cooked a vegan macaroni and cheese dish. And for vegans, one of the main ingredients is something called nutritional yeast. Well, yeast, yeast in general can mess with your gut, right? It can, and other things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> vegan cheese usually has a lot of nutritional yeast in it, depending on how you make it. But it usually has a lot of nutritional yeast in it. Dumb shit me, the first thing I make her is vegan mac and cheese, which has a lot of nutritional yeast in it. So we're watching a movie. And, you know, the mac and cheese was great. We're watching this movie. And all of a sudden, I get the bloop in my belly. (laughs) That rumble that goes on where you know something is imminent. I looked around, and he just had this little powder room off the kitchen, which was right (laughs) right by the couch where we were sitting. I knew I was gonna blow this fucker up. <laughs> I could, I could just tell it was that type of rumble. Well, you lived what twenty five miles away from where I lived. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be rude, but I totally just excused myself. I'm like, I gotta go. I'm leaving. I got, I, I gotta go. And I'm thinking she thought I put rohypnol in her drink, or well, that thought did cross my mind at one point. <laughs> yeah. you know, I started, I started getting the, you know, the sweaty, clammy. Oh my gosh, what did he give what's me? Going, yeah, what did he give me? Yeah, what was in yeah. there? I don't know. I'm at his house. It's Does anybody know I'm here? We're together. <laughs> right. Is he gonna bury me in that non backyard he has? <laughs> Postage stamp backyard I had. Right. Yeah. So you leave. So I leave and I go home and you know, I get rid of my nooch. <laughs> in the only manner you can. In the only in the privacy of my own bathroom. <laughs> With candles and <laughs> Right. And my cat just made a run for the border. But um then I called you and you came back to my place and you know we finished watching that movie guys will do anything well if they you like were you. very gracious you were very gracious i was very i don't i don't think i was rude but i just i thought i was gonna pass out yeah like it was it was that bad i i had never experienced anything other than food poisoning <laughs> that severe so after that episode since then you've become we call it flexitarian you primarily eat plant-based now I, I pretty much went like cold turkey. So after that episode, why would you even want to try? You know, what, well, <laughs> that's what it did to me. Fuck that. I'm not eating like that anymore. Well, I had been on the spiritual journey and I, I kept telling myself I, I wanted to elevate my game. I wanted to become healthier. I knew the diet that I had been eating, the chocolate cake and the, <laughs> you know, the chips and salsa and, you know, everything that you eat when you're single. Mm-hmm probably wasn't the healthiest so I I really wanted to get healthier and I knew that veganism was a way to change my diet for good better otherwise I Mm -hmm. wanted to try something new I wanted to step outside my comfort zone and try it you Mm -hmm. never know what you're gonna like until you try it be Mikey try it (laughs) be Mikey try it you might like it um, and I never said you had to change. No. In fact, I was very adamant about you do you mm-hmm. and it's fine with me. I I don't have a problem with watching people eat meat or something in front of me. It's fine. I've 
this is how I live. And, and this is one of my things about atheism and religion, right? This is how I live, but I'm not going to force that upon anybody else. Just as anybody being Christian or Jewish or, or Muslim, that's great for you. Go for it. I have no problem with that. My problem is, is when you tell other people that that's what they have to do. When I say I'm vegan, but I'm not like that, I don't preach. My point to this was, <laughs> I think, I never tried to convert you, but but you did it. You wanted to try it. You wanted to have an open mind and an open heart and see what it was like. But also you thought, you know, maybe it would eat, you'd eat healthier. It would eat me. It would eat you. That's my job. <laughs> no, no, That's no, my no, job. No. <laughs> eat it. Well, that's just like I didn't try to convert you to Christianity. Right, right. It's all about respect. But we're so opposites. <laughs> How can we be so attracted to each other when we're so opposite? I think because we don't run out of things to talk about, which is why we thought it was a good idea to do a podcast. Well, and we learn. We mm -hmm. learn from each other. Mm -hmm. you know? We're constantly learning from well, each other. Well, I try. Other. You're a techie and there's just there's <laughs> no hope for me. There's no hope for me. But that's why you have me. That's why. I you don't me. have to learn. No, I just hand it over and say, do this. See, and that's that's for you too. I mean, you know, when I have relatives that are in the hospital, it's like, baby, we pray. I can't. I don't know how. I don't think you'd listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he listens more than you know. <laughs> yes. I actually prayed for the best man, and he brought you to me. Aw. So, yay. Anyway, about religions. <laughs> about religions. <laughs> about the opposites. Well, okay, so for those out there that are on Bumble, or for those out there who seem to maybe be in relationships where you're growing apart, I think it's a great opportunity for people to kind of reel it in and say, you know, what is it about such and such that's interesting to this person? Mm -hmm. You know, what are they finding so captivating? Is there something there for me mm -hmm. where we could enjoy that together? Now, mm -hmm. if if that person is finding another person more interesting, <laughs> then, then you've got issues. <laughs> then you might want to just, you know. Opposites only so much. Right. Exit stage left. <laughs> yeah. But if it's something like a new hobby or game or, you know, anything, music, you can take that as a challenge, as a human. And say, is there something for me to experience and to elevate, elevate my game? And to me, that's exciting when I have something that somebody else is interested in because it interests me. Mm -hmm. That means they find me interesting, not what necessarily mm -hmm. I'm interested in, but they find me interesting. Yeah. So two things. One is it's okay to have independent hobbies, independent ideas and and things that you're interested in mm -hmm. that's one i think anybody that's been married a long time married a short time that's had experience will tell you that you you have to have your independent life you have to have some semblance of that because there are going to be things that you like doing that your partner doesn't or doesn't as much the other thing is is it will challenge you to find new things to like together and that's what we've done. I think that's a lot of how we've overcome those things is we have found new things that we enjoy doing together. Cooking, podcasting, escape rooms, um, jigsaw puzzles. Traveling. Traveling. All of those things we enjoy doing together. So it's important that, yes, independence and, and having your own thing, 
but then use that. Find new things that you enjoy doing together. Keep your mind open, keep your heart open, and use that to find new things to do together. Right. Lisa Elson said, so many people swipe left on someone because their interests listed don't match up with their own. When this really isn't what matters, it's the needs that matter. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And she's from Matchmaker. So we should put our needs on there. I need sex twice a week. <laughs> I need to hear you say you love me. I need to hear you say thank you. Mm-hmm. I need um, to hear you say I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Well, so how do you overcome the frustration of you you wanting to incorporate more things into your life, but your partner does not? How do you overcome that frustration? Can you? Well, I think, first of all, you have to look at it not as a frustration, but just as something that you enjoy that somebody else doesn't. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't have to be frustrating. Well, it can be, though. <laughs> if, if, if you're with somebody who's very close-minded and they're not open to anything new, mm. that's incredibly frustrating because it's, it's like I'm willing to put myself out there and try stuff that I might not be good at, I might not like it, it might cost me money, whatever the mm-hmm. case is. Yeah. And the other person's like, nah, I, I'm good. Hmm. I make it as easy as you can reduce the barrier of entry. So <laughs> Pull your use, pants down. Lube. <laughs> um, <laughs> use lube. I don't want to do that, but honey, I'll lube it. That's right. Um, It'll just hurt for a minute. <laughs> make it fun. Make, make it fun. Baby steps, you know, start small. Yeah. So they don't even realize that they're doing it. Right. Make it fun. I think you can make anybody interested in something if you make it fun. Mm-hmm. I think at this stage of the game in our age group, which is the 50s, or even 30s and 40s might be experiencing this as well, definitely in our age group, we forgot how to have fun. I don't know what happened. People lost their ever-loving minds. The stress but- of the world. And that, that's true. When mm-hmm. you're letting all the outside things get to you and, mm-hmm. you know, penetrate. You said penetrate? Penetrate <laughs> that realm. Yeah, we're 50, but I'm 13 and going through puberty. <laughs> well, that's another way to bring fun back into your relationship. Start messing with your vocabulary a little bit. See if it wakes mm-hmm. the other person up. You know, the one that doesn't want to change. Mm-hmm. Start using suggestive words to describe something you know Mm -hmm. if i say hey babe go do laundry and you're like do laundry but if you say hey babe go do laundry and i'll lift my shirt up you got it or if i say hey baby go do laundry naked (laughs) then all of a sudden you're like what you said naked i don't care what's attached to it i'll go do it you made it fun exactly it's fun (laughs) it's fun it's definitely fun there are ways to make it fun yes absolutely if if nothing else, if you both enjoy sex, there is always a way to make it fun. Make make them wanting to do something yeah. and making it fun. Well, and it doesn't have to end in sex, but it, it can be it can be a playful reminder that mm-hmm. you find somebody attractive yes. or that you want to see them naked or mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what it is, but just You want to see them naked. That's I, what it I, is. No, I don't want to see anybody else naked. I see people naked for a living. <laughs> I don't want to see any. I close She's my eyes. She's not a prostitute. She's a massage therapist. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> there is. <laughs> There's a huge difference. But really, I mean, you know, just small things like changing your vocabulary can make it interesting for you as well. You know, because words matter. Definitely. 
I think we have too many hate words out there. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. George Carlin said it best. We think in language. You know, there's nothing wrong with the words themselves. It's the intent behind the words. Right. Well, even in massage school, that was one of the first things they told us was that intention matters. Mm -hmm. Whatever your intention is, that's what matters. Mm -hmm. So if you're getting online to find the perfect person and you have this checklist that, you know, they have to check all the boxes in order for them to be perfect for you, mm -hmm. you are going to be sad and lonely. Reevaluate that idea. Yeah. What is it that you need? Mm -hmm. Do you need somebody to be kind to you? Do you need somebody to be compassionate and understanding? Do you mm -hmm. need somebody to take you out of your comfort zone and be fun and make you laugh? Mm -hmm. Do you need somebody to bring out your, your sexuality? Yeah. What's it going to cost you an hour or two of your time? Yeah. Yeah. Big deal. Well, and you might really meet some cool individual people and you might find out a lot about yourself. I know that our relationship has taught me a lot about myself, what my limitations are, what my safe word is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was perfect. Bling, 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 bling. Bling, 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 bling. <laughs> you can have opposite interests as long as you have a strong mutual bond. And good communication. There's got to be, yeah. Yes. There's got to be a strong mutual bond between two people in order for there to even remotely be a, a connection worth having, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, what else are you hanging on to? Obligation? Ugh. That's not fun. That's not fun. That's not fun. No. You feel too much obligation and you feel weighted down. Yeah. Shame, guilt, mm -hmm. obligation. Fear. Yeah. If those are words that you're using to describe why you're still in your relationship, reevaluate yes yeah re you feel obligated to do this or that you feel obligated to have sex yeah oh that's, that's a big one that's a big one that's a big yeah one. if it's not fun well if it's not fun you can make it fun but you have to have that mutual bond when you think about that person do you get a heartfelt oh but i love him you know <laughs> yeah. he's 12 but i love him he's <laughs> not really 12 13 i want to at least be a teenager okay. 13 you can be 13 but you know if, if you don't have that common bond then what are you hanging on to and be soft with yourself you know don't don't be so hard on yourself just because you were idealistic at one point or just because you were set in your ways at one point doesn't mean you can't change every day is a mm -hmm. new day well you have to ask yourself i think how's that working for you mm, yeah and I asked myself that year after year after year, what am I doing on Bumble? I'm still out here on this dating site and I can't seem to figure mm -hmm. it out. How's that working for you? Mm. Maybe I should try something different. I did. I went total opposite. Mm -hmm. I was, it was like the, the nexus of the universe. That's awesome. Yeah. I was glad that I was able to find somebody that was able to take that ride with me though. Cause you, I mean, you, you could have said, no, I'm sorry. You know, your religion's a deal breaker or your diet's a deal breaker or, you know, you don't know anything about tech and that's incredibly <laughs> a turnoff to me. It does. It goes both ways. Mm -hmm. um, none of those were deal breakers for me because I, I feel like I have an open mind and I knew that I wanted to learn from somebody. I wanted to challenge myself and I wanted to experience new things. Mm -hmm. Oh, and we have. <laughs> mm -hmm. Almost exclusively. At the same time, I was pretty sure I was, wasn't going to change my diet. 
I was pretty sure I wasn't suddenly going to start believing in God, but I don't mind those perspectives. I don't mind people that do, and I love your spirituality. I love that aspect of you. I think I said it earlier today. I love that you believe in magic, and mm. I'm really trying to. Mm, and I do believe that's in separate magic. than religion. That's that's magic and fate and destiny and You know why I believe in magic? Why? Because you and I are together and out of this whole big blue planet, all the billions of people on this planet, mm -hmm. you and I found each other. True. That has to be magic. Because Lord knows I can't even find a hamburger to drive through a window. <laughs> I went on so many blind dates, I needed a free dog. <laughs> Ciao for now. Uh -huh.